0: Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. As I normally say, God doesn't have time for people who don't have time for him. And it's some of these things that show where a person's heart is and what price a person is willing to pay. By God's grace, I'm standing in front of you not because I went to bed and I woke up and wished. There is a major prize behind. When you see every story building, there is a story behind it. <laughs> so it's a prize. Everything in life, if you pay a to study, you might get some good grace and potentially a good job. If you pay the price to work with God you might get certain blessings that others don't get. Yeah. Everything comes at a price tag. Some of the prizes are attitudinal. You have to pay an attitudinal price by humbling yourself and taking instructions from somebody hitherto you wouldn't. People are looking for God. Oh? That is why you too on Friday nights like this You have left your comfort and you have come here. I'm telling you, God must remember you. God must remember you. Your labor in the Lord will not be in vain. Joseph said that I am dying. You got it. I am dying. Yeah. I am dying. That's no good news. But. The Lord will visit you. Ah. You know what I remember. He he was trying to indicate to them. That my absence will not hurt you. As long as your visitation is secured. My absence will not hurt you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Joseph knew something his brothers didn't know, and as I said yesterday, that is what was not taught to many people in my book of Bible stories. The secret to well-being in life, the secret to doing well in life, the secret to the oh the secret, the secret to divine backing in life is what Joseph had. God was with him. That was divine visitation. And now he was dying, but his brothers have not seen the bigger picture and they don't understand God. They didn't understand God. Pastor, how do you mean? They didn't understand God because most of the time, when you go through situations... We are we tend to be focused on what we are going through. But God can use bad times and good times as well. God uses both bad times and good times to help us. It is later on, like Psalm 105, verse 17, that was when it says that God sent a man before them whose feet they hurt with fetters. They put him in chains. Until the time God's word came, his word tried him. And when his time came, the king, He uh, says that, Unto the time the word of God came, the word of the Lord tried him. Like, look at the verse 20. Then the king sent and loosed him, even the ruler of the people. Now, this is talking about Joseph from verse 17. Look at verse 17. He says that, verse 17 says, He sent a man before them. Joseph, Joseph. Joseph. this is Joseph. But they hurt his feet. They hurt his feet with fetters. They put him in chains. Until the time the word that the Lord has spoken to him came to pass, the, 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 Lord, the word tried him. Until the time the word came, the word of the Lord tried him. The word tried him. And so this verse 17 again, look at this. He sent a man before who? Those people he later on was telling them, I'm I'm, I'm dying. I didn't come to make a way for you. It looks like my coming here has opened a door for you. But my coming here was God's plan to open a door for you. He said in the verse 20 of Genesis chapter uh, 50 that you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. You were not planning to help me. You meant to hurt me. But God used your program of hurt to help me. So your program of hurt was God's program of help. But as for, you meant it for evil. You, you, you pulled the trigger. Just that you missed. But you were actually killing me. And it didn't work. So you are not innocent. You are guilty of your actions because it's an attempted murder. You are guilty. But God used your wicked intentions, your wicked plans and machinations to project me into not what I want by his purpose. So God sent me ahead. Oh, I feel like preaching. God sent me ahead. He said he sent a man ahead of them, Joseph Joseph. What made Joseph unique was God who sent uh, uh, when God sends you and you obey, he is with you. Your obedience guarantees divine visitation. So, he sent a man ahead of them, Joseph, and the God who sent him stayed with him because he did the things that pleased the Lord. He was in obedience, so God could not turn his back against him and now he has prospered he has done well because God Bible says the Lord made him prosper he was in prison he was in the pot, in Potiphar's house 39 verse 2 Genesis but the Lord made him prosper so God was behind watch this God was behind the scenes doing some work. Well. but oh, it wasn't about the prosperity of Joseph because if he had thought just about his prosperity he might have given in to the woman but his eyes, were, his eyes were on a bigger picture because the bigger picture was that he has been sent and the guys were coming and God had a program for a whole generation of people over there. And so when the people came, he was about to die. They were enjoying the status of Joseph. Joseph was about to die. He said, I'm dying bad. I am dying bad. I am dying bad. But what? God will visit you. God will visit you. Now watch this. I I believe it almost sounds like this I know you are not happy I'm dying but it's expedient for you that I die Joseph who is a type of Jesus was telling them it is expedient for you that I die so Peter trying to tell you that you can't die God forbid you can't die Peter shut up Satan Satan is also behind the scenes working God has planned his program. Satan would every night then try and step in. Every night they try and step in. Satan did the same thing. I told you yesterday, about, I'll tell you about Job. Can I tell you about Job? In Job chapter 1, Bible talks about he is the righteous man. A righteous man in, the, in all the East. Rich. He has cattle. here. The guy was prosperous. He says that there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. Um, uh, and that man was blam- ah, blameless and upright. Say, say that. And upright. I can't hear you. And For the last time. And Job was blameless and upright. Now, don't forget that because something happened in his life which uprightness won't bring, which blamelessness won't bring. You can't be blameless and go through certain things. It reminds me of Jesus. Job was blameless and upright. He had seven sons and daughters. They were all due. He had businesses. He was rich. Rich. The richest in all day. Territory, so the most upright, the mightiest, the richest, and yet he was the godliest. And sit down. Something interesting happened. Once upon a time, there was a meeting. Every now and then, God gets His people. It's a god convocation. <laughs> yeah, 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 convocation, convocation. Someone say, "Holy convocation." Say Holy Convocation. convocation. Should I get distracted or I should just stay on track? Okay, for those of you who are writing, let me give you some scriptures on Holy Convocation. Is that okay if I give you scriptures? Do you know what Convocation is? Convocation, Convocation is when people gather. They assemble. And God has always said, declare a Holy Convocation. Holy means that this one, this gathering is unto the Lord. Holy convocation. In, uh, let me give you scriptures quickly. Are you ready to write? Yes. I might mention a lot of them. So are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Can I kick in? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> in Exodus chapter 12 verse 16, Bible talks about holy convocation. In Leviticus chapter 23, verse 2, chapter 23, verse 3, chapter 23, verse 4, Leviticus chapter 23, verse 7, Leviticus chapter 23, I told you right now you have forgotten, see what your teacher was going through, (laughs) Leviticus. (laughs) Leviticus chapter 23, verse 8. Leviticus chapter 23, verse 21. Leviticus chapter 23, verse 24, verse 27. Verse 35, verse 36, verse 37. Numbers chapter 28, verse 18. Numbers chapter 28, verse 25. Numbers chapter 28, verse 26. Numbers chapter 29, verse 2. Numbers chapter 29, verse 7. Numbers chapter 29, verse 12. How many scriptures have I quoted just now? (laughs) He said a whole lot of numbers. On the 15th day of the seventh month, you shall have what? And in the holy convocation, tell your children not to be on the iPad your children, tell yourself you can't be on YouTube, in Facebook in church. You can't be doing something at the holy convocation. He said, you shall do no customary work. There is a time you must set aside and that time is for the things of God. It's for the gathering of God's people. Yeah. Don't do anything. Yeah. That time belongs to God. Why are you in church and you are still WhatsApping?" happening? Yeah. The devil is a liar. That's not my topic, so I think we should move on. Holy convocation. In heaven, there was a holy convocation. And guess who, Guess what? Guess who showed up? Satan. Who showed up? His name is Apollyon. His name is the devil. His name is Lucifer. His name is uh, uh, the deceiver. His name is the the old serpent. His name is the dragon. He has several names in the Bible. Here, he appeared. His name Bible said, Satan was also there. Uh, Pastor, how did Satan appear there? Because even human beings who have sinned, you can't appear before God without atonement. How can Satan himself appear before God? I wish I knew it. Today you can understand everything about God. He ceases to be God. Satan yeah. appears then and God said, can I tell you something before we move on? Yeah. I'm coming back to Joseph. God said, where are you coming from? He said, I'm, I'm from the earth. Thank God he didn't come from the moon. I'm from the earth. Going around the earth. He said, have you considered? You see where his problem started from? It's his problem didn't start from his neighbors. His problem didn't start from his ex. His problem started from God. Why? Because God was bragging about him. He said, have you considered my servant Job? And look, then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? God is just a desk. <laughs> There is. Uh, what will God say about you, hey. sister? What will God say about you? Hey. What will God say about you? There's no stingy, non-giving person like you in the church, hey. and it's usually those who don't give who complain about church and money, hey. and they gather themselves people on online who are attacking churches. Very interesting. The, What will God say about you? When the pastor is preaching, his face is too straight. (laughs) What will God say about you? That you don't have any physical involvement with your energy to building God's house. You think God will not know? He knows. There are people who, they they are not interested. Is a church for my father? Oh, really? So, are you the devil's child? Inconvenience yourself to build the church. Please. Make sure you are inconveniencing yourself to build the church. Inconvenience yourself, your family. Inconvenience your finances. Inconvenience your job. Inconvenience your business. Inconvenience yourself. Sometimes you must be tired because you are doing God's work. When we check your record, when were you so tired because you are doing God's work? You could feel that I'm tired and you are busy building your destiny. Bible says that you, you work and put it in a bag of holes. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that if you don't do God's work, your money will go. But I'm just trying to draw your attention. It might be possible that you are missing out on something. Yeah. Haggai, yeah. This is it. This is a situation. It's very serious. If God says that, go to the mountain and bring. else Me, when you bring it, I'll blow air on it. Wind <laughs> Is, is that? There? <laughs> there are some people, because of God's plan for you, you can't have peace doing something else. Apart from what God. Oh, some people. Others do no problem. They can go into the boat. The boat will even sail smoother. <laughs> Yeah, Others, they get into the boat away from God's purpose and there will be a storm because God said, you I won't let you go. Some of you know what I'm talking about. So it's very important. It's very, very important. What will God say about you? That you are wearing suits in church. But you are not suited for the job. <laughs> I see God visiting you. All right. So, so Job, God said, "Have you considered my servant Job? There is, there is, there is none like him on the earth, a blameless. Oh, good God." God's testimony about human being? God said he's a blameless, a blameless and an upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. Oh, think about it. God is witness about somebody on earth. God brought the problem for Job. But there are only three times the devil spoke in the Bible. So you have not realized it because of my book of Bible stories. Satan spoke only three times in the Bible. Only three times. The first time Satan spoke in the Bible was when he came to the woman in the garden. So it looks like he was the next thing that spoke after creation. God said, God said. The next thing that spoke was. <laughs> okay, Adam said, Adam spoke, and then he came. So the devil spoke and said to the woman, you, look at you. God is not good enough. That's what he told the woman. He said, God is not good enough. Because he doesn't want you to get the best. He's not treating you fairly. God is not good enough. Why are you going through all this? If God is for you, why are you going through all this? Don't believe what the pastor is saying. God is not good enough. Satan came to the garden and told the woman, God is not good enough. The first time he spoke in the Bible. The second time he spoke, he went to God and told God, Job is not good enough. It's in your Bible. God said, have you considered Job? He said, Job is serving you. Watch this. Watch this. Because of the things you are doing for him. He was accusing God and accusing Job. Ah, How? He was telling God that you are buying worship. The worship this sister is giving you is because of the breakthrough she's getting. You are buying it. You are, you are buying worship God. You are buying it. It's not, qu- it's not authentic. You are bribing them to worship you. At the same time, he said, Job is fake. He's using you like a vending machine. Yeah. Satan, he told God that Job is not good enough. Job, you think he's good? You are saying he's an upright man, you are saying he's one who is chosen. I'm telling you, it's because of the things you are doing for him. That is why. Yeah. <laughs> and the third time he spoke in the Bible was in Luke chapter 4 and Matthew chapter 4. He went to Jesus. He said, Listen, if you can worship me, you see, I'm very good. I'll be very good to you. You <laughs> see your Bible. He said, if you worship me, I will give you the kingdom me. Listen, I'm good. I will be better to you than God is being to you. So God said, really? Go. He said, because you have put a hedge around him. He said, okay, I'll take the hedge. Go. So you see, you don't know how much God is protecting you. But the devil knows. He said he's doing it because you have covered him and I can't, no one can touch him. God said, okay, I'll take off the hedge. You can attack everything. God was the one who brought the problem to him. Attack everything he has. But don't attack his life. Who told you God is not in control? Who is in control here? God said, okay, now you can go this far, but don't go beyond. God is in control. So when God chooses to visit you, sister... When God says that your time has come for laughter, when God says your time has come for a breakthrough, when God says your time has come for a change of story, when God says your time has come, it's your opposition that will call you and push you forward. Wow. Yes. The, when his time came, the king sent the king. Yeah. The king. Who was behind it? It is God. Job situation, it was God. And after he lost everything, the devil was waiting to hear what everybody says. I'm tired. This is my worship Like, Look at the way I've served. Nothing has come out of it. Job rather gave God worship. Job chose to give God praise and to give him worship. He said, the Lord takes away, the Lord gives and he takes away. He said, I came into this world naked. And I'm going with nothing. So if it's gone, no problem. I will also continue to wish. The devil said, no, no, you've messed me up. you messed me up. You've messed me up. When you only look at what is going on around you, you can miss God. Look at the bigger picture by keeping your eyes on God and counting on him, knowing that God is faithful. Somebody say, God is faithful. God is faithful. Say it again. Say, God is faithful. God where possible you can lift up your right hand and consider the situation you are dealing with the situation in your life and lift up your right hand and say God is faithful faithful. I know some people are making life hard for you some people are troubling you some things are fighting against you but lift up your right hand with those things in mind and say God is faithful faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah give the Lord a big shout and a clap Please be seated. God is faithful. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.